0: Hey everyone, this is Firestone. Welcome to Board Games FM powered by Theologyofgames.com. So it's that time of the year where we are going to give you our top 10 games of 2017. Now, these are not necessarily games that came out in 2017. Most of them did. Some of them may have been late 2016. But this is um, a list of the games that we played in 2017, the top 10 that we played. So don't get caught up and, oh, that came out in 2016 or whatever. Some of them are earlier and that's okay. This is our favorite games from 2017. So this list, this first little segment here is going to be my 10 through 7. So number 10, Dragonfire. This is a game by Catalyst Game Labs that basically, for me, fired Shadowrun Crossfire. It is a very similar game, a few differences, a uh, couple that make it slightly easier to play. But thematically, the game is set in the Dungeons & Dragons universe, and I just find thematically it's so much better for me than the kind of gritty, cyberpunk one that Shadowrun Crossfire is. I've had a lot of fun with this game. It is very, very, very difficult. And I know that's why some people are not huge fans of it. It's too difficult for them. And it's very difficult. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're bad and I'm good at it. I'm bad at it. But I've had a lot of fun playing it. I love kind of dungeon crawly, uh, Dungeons and Dragons kind of stuff. So I've had a lot of fun with it. So for me, number 10, Dragon Fire. Number nine, Custom Heroes. This is from AEG. And it is a ladder game, similar to Teach You, where you're trying to get rid of the cards in your hand. But the gimmick here is that um, you have these cards in sleeves and you add modifiers to them. Similar to Mystic Veil, where you're you're taking cards and adding different uh, overlays to them. And it might increase or decrease the value of the card. It adds special powers. We've had a lot of fun with this game. It already needs... An expansion, but it's AEG, so I don't think there's going to be a problem with that, but Custom Heroes is a fun ladder game. <coughs> Pardon me. With um, this cool adding modifiers thing that just makes it really fun and really even great for non-gamers. Number eight, The Chameleon. This is a social deduction game similar to Spyfall where one person doesn't know a, a word in this case and everybody else does know the word. I talked about this a few days on the show, a few days ago on the show, and it is already one of our go to games because it's very, very non gamer friendly. I would pull this out with anybody and they would have a great time. Second, games take five minutes, if that. It is the ultimate super fun filler. The chameleon is great. That's my number eight. And finally, number seven Sagrada. It's certainly one of the most beautiful games I played this year, but the gameplay actually matches the beauty of the game. It is trying to build stained glass windows using these gorgeous colored dice, and there are rules for where the dice go, and uh, this game works so well. And there are different tools and different um, scoring opportunities that will change every single game. So Sagrada was definitely a huge hit the second it came out and it's been making an appearance quite often with the game group. So there's my 10 through 7. 10 Dragonfire, 9 Custom Heroes, 8 The Chameleon and 7 Sagrada. Check back in a little while for my 6 through 4 top 10 games of 2017. Have a great day. Bye.
1: Hey everyone, Jeremiah here on Board Games FM and it's time to kick off my top 10 list of 2017. And here we go. We're going to start with uh, 10 through 7, just like Firestone did. And we'll uh, drop the rest of this list and future segments, so stay tuned. But let's start off with number 10. Number 10 is Spoils of War. This is Arcane Wonders sort of big release last year at Origins. They unveiled this, and it is Liar's Dice with Set Collection. I've talked about this one a fair amount here and over on That's How I Roll, but basically it is Liar's Dice with Set Collection, (laughs) so there's a, a, a tableau of cards in the middle of the table, and if you win a round of Liar's Dice, you get to collect cards, and if you bet that the right person was bluffing, or they were not bluffing, and so forth, you get to collect cards, and that's how you win. Instead of there being player elimination, you win by scoring points. So number 10 for me is Spoils of War from Arcane Wonders. Number 9 is Oracles of, or Oracle of Delphi. It's a Stefan Feld game from tasty menstrual games and it's a race game with uh, it's i like to call this one a a sandbox game sort of like the sandbox playstation games or video games you know with uh grand theft auto and things like that where you can go anywhere and do anything in any order but you all have goals that you need to do these tasks that you have to accomplish in order to win this race it's super fun it's very strategic and I I enjoyed it a lot. I, I really like the openness and the ability to kind of plan my own track instead of kind of being on on rails in a race game. So that's that's number nine for me is Oracle of Delphi from Tasty Minstrel Games. Number eight is an abstract game from rather dashing games, and that's Element. Element has players playing a head-to-head-to-head-to-head game in which you're trying to encircle another player's sage who is on the board with uh, element stones but every time you play an element stone depending on which element it is it reacts differently some of them spread some of them move some of them allow you to jump that's wind you know so there's all these different things going on but, you're not just trying to capture anybody, you're trying to capture the player on your right, who is trying to capture the player on their right, who is trying to capture the player on your their right, and so on. So, you really have to fight the urge, you have to fight the urge to uh, continue to go after somebody that's doing something mean to you, because... That won't help you win the game. You have to ignore that move on and attack the person that you have to attack a lot of fun And that is once again element from rather dashing games Last one for this segment is number seven and this one kind of came out of nowhere. This is Campy creatures Campy creatures is from Keymaster games. It's simultaneous action selection. It's super accessible and it's lots of fun and uh, it's also a very gorgeous game. I think this one, like I said, it kind of came out of nowhere. They had a booth at Gen Con, and I was like, oh, that kind of looks interesting. And everything at that booth was just very aesthetically pleasing, very high design marks, uh, graphically and artistically. And this game, it's, it's actually fun. There's, uh, like I said, a simultaneous action selection in order to obtain sets to collect, to get points. Um, and the whole idea is that you are unleashing these campy creatures and you are uh, you're trying to gain uh, capture mortals that score you points or sometimes they don't score you points so lots of fun really good fun accessible family fun game that you can bring out at holidays and things like that all right I'm out of time for this segment there is my ten through seven And we will bring more of these lists to you over the weekend as we count down to number one. I'm Jeremiah Isley with Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games. We'll talk to you soon.